Have you ever sought the Lord and wanted supernatural confirmation to make sure you're making a good decision and you haven't heard anything? Tune in to the broadcast today. I'm going to share with you how God trusts the desires He's planted in your heart. Welcome to Wisdom for Living with Greg Moore. Join with Greg as he shares truth from the Word of God that will help you grow in wisdom and successfully navigate a balanced life with family, marriage, finances, and relationships. And now, here's Greg. Welcome to another broadcast of Wisdom for Living. My name is Greg Moore, and we've been talking about hearing God clearly. Man, this has been really a rich time. Um, man, we're learning that each one of us can hear from God. Each one of us have the ability to hear God accurately, uh, to know the different ways that He speaks, but to but to place the proper priority on the written Word of God and the still small voice above all the other supernatural ways that He can speak. That's so important. And as I mentioned, I've been in ministry over 40 years, pastored for 27 years, and all of those were all that was in uh, spirit-filled churches where people uh, were alive to the Spirit and they were rejoicing in the fact that they could hear God. But man, some granola, spirit-filled granola, fruits, nuts, and flakes Christians come up with the most weird ideas about you know God told them this or God told them that and and uh. And they, they quit on their job or they quit on their church or they quit on their spouse or they, they move somewhere and, 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 and leave something that God had established in their lives uh, just because, they, because their flesh was uh, offended or dissatisfied or whatever. We, listen, guys, we, we can hear God's voice clearly. We can hear God's voice accurately. We can, each of us can hear God's voice with confidence. And so today I'm going to be sharing more about that, how to hear God's voice accurately. But before I do, let me share a funny with you. This is called a wife's method of controlling her anger. So a husband asked his wife one day, when I get mad at you, you never fight back. How do you control your anger? His wife replied, well, that's easy. I clean the toilet. Her husband responded, well, how does that help? She answered, I use your toothbrush. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, man, that tickles me. Hey, if you, get, if you get a funny, you can send it to me at info at gregmore.com. And if I laugh, don't send me anything you, you haven't laughed at. Uh, I can clean your jokes up, though. And uh, then if I laugh at it, I'll, I'll, I'll use it. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll share it on uh, Wisdom for Living. So, you know, we've talked about the keys to accurate hearing. Uh, man, this has been such a passion of mine because I'd hear people blame the Holy Spirit on all kinds of weird things. And, and I, I came from a denominational church where if, if somebody said they heard God, they thought you were weird. Um, to, I went to a spirit-filled church and, and people are hearing God every day about, about some of the weirdest things. And I mean, some of it was good, but then others, 
you know, it, it was just off the wall. It just didn't make sense. It didn't line up with my understanding of the word. So, um, you know, and and I hear I, I hear I, I see people today. They'll get on Facebook and they'll uh, they'll get off into all these tangents about you know uh, the the earth is flat and and that God's told them the earth is flat and and the and the scientists and the and and the astronauts and and all, and, and all those folks they they don't know what they're talking about and no you know you just ate bad pizza man you. You, you're a, you, or you've been smoking bad weed, because, you know, and then and then and then there are people that get on Facebook. I call them the fake uh, Grace News people. They get on Facebook and they talk about how you know we don't need the written word today. We don't worship a book. We worship the living word, Jesus. Well, I agree. I, you know, the this the scriptures point us to Jesus, and but you can't separate the scriptures from Jesus and you can't separate Jesus from the scriptures. <laughs> Man, the, the, the word and, and, and Jesus are synonymous. In fact, if, if my good friend Barry Bennett says it like this, you wouldn't even know how to spell Jesus if you didn't have the scriptures. And yeah, I understand there are people that try to uh, worship the scriptures and get into legalism, but but uh, man, don't don't try to separate the word from Jesus or Jesus from the word. And so, um, and people that do this kind of thing, you need to run, not walk from them. Don't don't go on and like that. Uh, you you need to point them back to to the word. It's Jesus was full of grace and truth, and he said, "My word is truth." And then certainly Jesus is the way the truth and the life. You can't separate Jesus from His Word, guys. So how do we hear God accurately? Uh, do you want to know? Are you interested in hearing Him accurately? Well, first of all, I shared with you, it, it just takes you know, spending quality time with the Lord, uh, being intimate with Jesus. You, you, you've, got to, you've got to have an intimate relationship with the Lord where, where you're spending quality time with Him in order to hear His voice accurately, in order to know and distinguish His voice from every other voice. The more time you spend with the Lord, the better you're going to know Him, and the more distinct His voice will become to you. Second thing we talked about was to circumcise your heart from any selfish motive or preconceived idea about what you want to do. In other words, cut away the desires of the flesh. Uh, just don't even regard uh, the flesh. But, you know, understand your flesh does have a voice. Just don't give it a vote in your decisions. Then the third thing is have a heart that's ready to obey. That, that you have a yes in your heart to the Lord. It, that's, that's instant. And, and if you know it's God, God, I'm there. If, you, if, if you're telling me to go someplace and pray for somebody, I'm not going to question it. I'll buy the plane ticket if I've got to fly there or whatever. I, I can trust you if I know if I know it's you. But we, we read the, these verses in the last broadcast, uh, Hebrews 3, 7 and, he, and verse 15 and Hebrews 4, 7. It said, today, if you hear my voice, harden not your heart. So 
You've got to make a decision. If you're going to hear His voice today, you've got to make the decision. Uh, you can't harden your heart. You, 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 in other words, all right, how do we harden our heart? Well, Lord, I'll, I'll do anything but. I'm not going to get married again. No, no way. I'm not going to, I'm not going to trust again. I'm not going to love again. Lord, I'll, I'll go anywhere, but I'm not going to go back to my hometown. Or, Lord, I'll do anything, but don't ask me to leave this cush job of mine to follow you. Or, God, I'm not going to move out of, out of the, where my parents are at. You know, all these things that, that, you know, whatever you, you know, God, I'll do anything, but I'll never do that. I'll never pastor or I'll never marry again or I'll never start a business again. Guys, if you're going to hear God, he said today, if you hear my voice, harden not your heart. You've hardened your heart. This is the key. I'm just I'm speaking to someone today. You haven't been hearing God clearly, clearly and accurately because you've got a you've got a vow there that you you're never going to do this or never going to do that. You know, God's got never never angels. <laughs> you need to you need to remove uh, those those nevers and those butts. Get them out of the way. That's your problem is your butt. Get it out of the way. God, I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything. No buts. No nevers. Um, you know, what if if you're married uh, and you're watching today? Uh, do do you do you know what uh, you you those of you uh, wives that are watching? Uh, do you, do you know one thing that's important that your husband desires? He desires a responsive bride. Think about it. Do you know one thing that Jesus desires? He desires a responsive bride. Wow. If you're going to hear God accurately and hear Him clearly, you need to have a yes in your heart to the Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. Not, no Lord is an oxymoron. The fourth thing that's so important is, and we could spend, we could spend uh, two weeks on this, but I'm just going to hit the highlights. Is we we need to if we're going to hear God accurately, we need to know the character of God. We need to know the certain character traits uh, of God. We need to know His Psalm 103:7. Uh, Moses knew God's ways. The children of Israel knew His acts. We need to know God's ways. We need to know His nature. We need to know His character, because God will never lead you to do something that's outside of His character. He'll never lead you to do something that's outside of His nature. He'll never lead you to do something that's outside of His Word. So I'm going to share with you uh, as quickly as I can, but as clearly as I can, eight certain character traits that will help you distinguish God's voice from every other voice. And this has helped me immensely whenever somebody tells me they've heard God I run it through the screen of the, these character traits and I know if it doesn't line up with these things, it, it's not the Lord. So first of all, number one, He's faithful to His Word. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13 says, And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke, we also believe and therefore speak. So, 
whatever you're hearing, faith comes by hearing. So if you have the same spirit of faith, that the spirit of faith is, comes from what you heard. He said, whatever you hear is going to be according to what is written. It's going to be faithful to God's Word. It's going to agree with God's Word. It's going to be in line with God's Word. 1 John 5, 7 said that the Spirit and the Word agree. So you, God, the Spirit of God is not going to ask you to do something that violates the written Word of God. The Holy Spirit will never lead you to violate God's Word, guys. Just understand that. That's, that, that, is, that is so powerful. People tell me stuff all the time and, and I'm thinking, man, that, that doesn't line up with the Word. I, I just, you know, I just uh, scratch my head over some, some of these things that God told me this and God told me that. Um, well, if God told it to you, it's going to line up with His Word. Number two, His voice is going to produce peace, not confusion. Proverbs 3.17 says all the paths of wisdom are peace. Colossians 3.15 let the peace of God rule or umpire in your hearts. James 3.17 the wisdom of God from above is first peaceable. So you think about this. All, all the paths of wisdom are peace. When God's speaking to you, it's going to produce peace. It's not going to, it's not going to violate the peace of God. Um, when, that, that still small voice that comes in the form of a strong desire or in, in an inward knowing, it is also is going to be accompanied with peace. And if you lose peace, that's your safety net, my brother and sister. Look, did you, did you understand you can't miss God if you don't want to? You can't. You, you can't miss Him if you don't want to. What, what, what do you mean, Greg? Well, Look, how many of you have how, how many of you have one of these smartphones? And and on, and on your smartphone, can you type in an address and anywhere in, in the world really, and your smartphone lady on there will direct you to that address? Can can your smartphone do that like mine does? Well, uh, you know it, it, what what happens if you make a wrong turn? Well. What happens is, is your smartphone lady will get stern with you and tell you to make a U-turn or turn around. Or, and, and then if you don't follow what she tells you, she's going to get silent and then she's going to recalibrate and she's going to get you right back on course. Listen, if, you're, if your smartphone lady can direct you if you miss or make a wrong turn, how much more can the Holy Spirit redirect you and get you right back on path even if you make a wrong turn, even if you make a mistake, if you're listening to Him and following Him and following peace, He's going to redirect you and get you right back on course. Praise God. Then His voice and His leading will bring liberty and not bondage. 2 Corinthians 3.17, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. He's not going to lead you into bondage. And some people have made decisions that put them in financial bondage. I'm thinking, you know, you didn't really hear from God. Then four, he's, he's patient, not impulsive, nor is he hasty. Isaiah 28, 16, whoever believes will not act hastily. Look, you don't have to make a hasty decision about a, a major purchase like a car or a house or anything. God, Look, God's got the best for you. 
And I can tell you what is not the whole, this is not the Holy Spirit. He doesn't push you or rush you to make your decisions. And anytime I feel pushed or rushed into a decision, I'm going to back off and I'm going to wait and I'm going to pray until I have peace. Don't move out if you don't have peace. Don't step out until you have peace. There's always going to be another piece of shiny steel with tires on it. <laughs> There's always going to be another deal that God has for you. But don't, don't, don't leave peace to fulfill it. Then, um, uh, and, and, don't, and, 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 then, and then look, understand that God is patient. I had a guy come to me one time and told me he was going to marry this girl, Eastern European gal he'd only known for for a couple of months, and he said God's good. They, you know, he wanted me to bless their relationship, and he said, you know, they're going to get married in six weeks. And I said, look, I, I'm not, I'm not God, and I'm not Cupid. Okay, so I'm not cursing your relationship, but you know, there's an age difference. There's there's a cultural difference. There's a language difference. And here's what I can tell you. Right now, you don't love this girl. And he said, I do too. I said, no, no, you don't. You don't love her. I'm not saying the relationship is not of the Lord. I'm just saying the way you're going about this is not God. He said, he said I, I do too. I love her. Why, why do you think I don't love her? I said, because I know God. God is love. Love is first patient. And patient right now, sir, you are not. And so, you know, I mean, he got mad at me and all that. I don't, I don't care. I know God. And I know he's not going to lead us to do something where it's where we got to be impulsive and pushy and hasty. Number five, his voice will always leave us with hope, not discouragement, because he's the God of hope. Number six, his voice instills confidence, not fear and intimidation. Proverbs 14, 26 says, in the fear of the Lord is strong confidence. First John 3, 21 says, Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. And then he's, he's humble, he's not prideful. And so I know that, he, that if God's leading me, he's not going to lead me to do something uh, that is arrogant or full of pride. And then he's love and not selfishness. And I know that about God. When he leads me, he's going he's to lead me in love. And 1 Corinthians 14.1 says to pursue love. And this is one of the ways I, I know God's voice because I know he's going to, if, if he's leading me, he's going to help me to, uh, it's going to bless other people, not just, not just bless me. And th this has helped me tremendously. I mean, I've just gave you an abbreviated Cliff Notes version of these character traits of God. But um, man, if you'll take the time, man, I encourage you to write, write these things down. If you'll take the time to uh, run every impression that you're receiving through the screen of God's character, what you know about His character, uh, you're going to make accurate decisions. You're going to hear from God accurately. And it's awesome, guys. This is powerful. Now finally, learn to trust. How do you hear God accurately? Accurately, learn to trust and follow the desires of your heart. Learn to trust and follow that inward witness that still small voice. 
Psalm 37, 4 says, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and He'll give you the desires of your heart. Um, you know, the key to discovering the desires that God has put in your heart is by delighting yourself in the Lord. And, and, and the things that I just shared with you is the process of how you delight yourself in the Lord. You delight yourself in the Lord by spending time with Him, by seeking Him, by setting aside fleshly desires, by having a yes in your heart to the Lord, and by knowing His character and His nature. And then, if you've, if you've done those things, the only thing that's left in you is the desires that God has planted in your heart. The only thing that is left in you is, is the wisdom that God, uh, in the mind of Christ that, that many times it's a still small voice that just comes in, in the form of you know, just an inward knowing or just a strong desire. And so many times what we've done is we've exalted, uh, and I know I love prophetic people, uh, but a lot of times prophetic people they're waiting on a vision or a dream. They're waiting on a, some spectacular uh, an angel or something, God speaking in an audible voice before they'll obey Him and before they'll follow Him. Or they're wanting this you know, supernatural confirmation. But I'm telling you guys, if you've done these things, if, you've, if you're spending time with God and you're setting aside your, your flesh and you're, you've got a yes in your heart to the Lord and then you're running every impression that you receive in your, in your mind or heart through the screen of God's character, the only thing that's left in you is the will of God. The only thing that's left in you is, is what's in your spirit. And, and I'm encouraging you. Uh, God wants you. He, he wants you to trust Him, Him in you. And if you've gone through this process, you're, you've delighted yourself in the Lord and you can trust Him. Years ago, I was a, uh, and I've shared this on a previous broadcast, but I'm going to share it now in closing in this broadcast. I was praying about a um, almost a two million dollar real estate decision where we had to we uh, we had this property in our church and 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 uh, we bought it for a very low price, and now it was uh, somebody offered us like. $1.8 million for this property. But we bought it to build our church on and we were seeking the Lord. And I didn't know, God, I, you know, this isn't mine. It wasn't going to be my money anyway. And so Lord, what is your will for us? I, I want to know. I'm seeking you. And man, I was watching different people on television, listen to them on radio, and they were hearing from God every day. And I was seeking God and we only had a week to make this decision. And I went to my elders and they said, we're not sure what's best, Pastor, because God spoke to you about buying this land and we're going we're gonna to follow you, whatever you say. And I said, thanks a lot, guys. And Anyway, I get right up to the day before and, and I've got to meet with my elders on a Thursday night. We've got to make the decision on a Friday. And I pulled up to the parking, the parking lot across from this property and started praying God. Would you show me what to do? I don't know what to do. You know, I, I, I'm, I need to hear from you. I've been seeking you and, and, and I haven't heard anything. And man, I've been seeking. I'm, I mean, everybody else seems to hear from God. I'm not hearing anything. 
And finally the Lord spoke to me and He asked me, He said, Son, have you been seeking me about this decision? And I said, Lord, you know I have. And He said, Lord, He said, have you been spending time in My Word to present yourself to where My Word could speak to you? I said, Lord, you know I have. And He said, have you, have you sought counsel about this? And He said, Lord, you, I said, Lord, you know I have. He said, have you heard anything from Me about this? And I said, Lord, you know I haven't. Of course, He's talking to me right now. <laughs> And, and then he said something that radically changed my life in the, in the area of hearing God. He said, son, when you seek me and, and you seek my will and you set aside your own preferences and you get counsel and you're spending time in my word and you don't hear anything, it's because you don't have to. You already have my mind on the matter. The desires that, that you have in your heart are the ones I planted there. I trust you. You can make this decision, this almost $2 million decision based on the desires I planted in your heart. I said, really? Because I was waiting for God to take me by the hand and, and, and to, uh, to tell me, you know, this is, and I wanted supernatural confirmation. And the Lord set me free that day. And I believe He's going to set you free in the same way because what I wanted to do was sell that property and we sold that property and we paid off a $600,000 youth building. We went out and we bought uh, uh, 19 acres out on the highway uh, and, and we, we, we tithed off of that and gave ministries money all because I learned an important lesson that day that many times what we're doing is we're seeking God about an important decision and we're wanting God to take us by the hand. We're wanting Him to give us supernatural confirmation, a vision, a dream, a prophetic word, whatever. But all the time the Lord said, look, if you're delighting yourself in me, if you're, if you're seeking me, if you're getting counsel, if you're setting aside your own flesh desires um, and you haven't heard anything, it's because you don't have to. You've got my mind. You've got my heart. You can go for that. Man, I, I believe this is setting many people free today. And I speak freedom over you and peace over you in your, in your walk with the Lord and hearing God. Thanks for tuning in today. God bless you. Discover how to unlock the hidden wisdom of God and make good decisions for your life when you read Greg's brand new book, Walking in Wisdom. In this book, you will learn practical steps to help you reap the benefits of godly wisdom as Pastor Greg shares from over 40 years of walking out biblical truths and principles. Get your copy of Greg's new book by going to gregmore.com today. Hey, I want to encourage you to go to my website, gregmore.com, and pick up a copy of my new book, Walking in Wisdom. It's a companion book to what I've been teaching you about hearing God clearly. You can also order a product, Hearing God Clearly, US, through by USB, a CD, DVD uh, on my website. Uh, check it out and be blessed. Today's teaching, Hearing God Clearly, is available in a 10-disc CD or DVD album or on a USB flash drive containing both audio and 4K video. Go to gregmore.com and order your copy today. Remember, you can order resources or partner with our ministry at gregmore.com or by writing to us at P.O. Box 7702 Woodland Park, Colorado 
888-888-8863. We look forward to hearing from you today. Join us again tomorrow for more Wisdom for Living. You can go to God and you, and, and you can seek Him about any kind of decision you have. And He's, he's going to answer you. He, he, you can seek Him and he, he will not disappoint you. The problems have been that we're not, uh, we're not always tuned in to His voice. Uh, we, we're listening, we're pl placing value on other voices. That's tomorrow on Wisdom for Living.